Hello, Greybeardians. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Cybersecurity Greybeard, the podcast that helps students, early professionals, and retrainees learn, grow, and advance in the cybersecurity profession. Make sure to email questions, comments, and episode recommendations to cybergraybeard at gmail.com. And for the emails, I did hear from uh, an individual regarding books, and I bought the one that he suggested. I really appreciated the input. I will let you know what I think of it after I read it. It has to do with the mafia and how the dark web has become the mafia. With that said, let's move on. In this episode, I'm going to talk about cybersecurity certifications. A lot of folks have asked me what I think about certifications, where they should focus, and how they should get ready to either advance or enter the cybersecurity field. I'm not really going to rank these. I think that that's an opinion and different people are going to have different thoughts about it. I'm going to talk about organizations that do the certifications and then I will go into individual certs and help people understand what they are, how they can help you, and if it's something that you should focus on. I do want to point out that some of these certifications may not be security specific. However, working in these areas will help you get into security or advance into security you enjoy that more. A very good example is cloud. Cloud is cloud. There is a security component to cloud. Knowing cloud is huge and you may start with Azure Fundamentals that I'll talk about here shortly or the AWS Cloud Practitioner or Google's version of the same type of uh, concept and think, hey, this is great. I enjoy the cloud and do that for a little while and then you may move over to the networking piece of cloud or to the security piece of cloud. I just want to let folks know that I really believe cloud is the future. There's major push towards it and I really see the pendulum going hard from on-prem to a cloud solution. Take a look at those certifications and then maybe you start there and move into the security specialties. To be very transparent, I am looking at the AWS security specialty. I'm also looking at the AWS Solutions Architect Associate. Keep in mind, I have 30 years experience. I've been doing this a long time. My company is pressing to get cloud certifications and I personally chose the AWS. That's not to belittle Google or Azure or even IBM Cloud. I personally just enjoy the interface of the Amazon and that's where I went. But I'll get to that in a bit. I just want you to realize that you may say, hey, Greybeard, you're talking about things that are not security dedicated. Fair enough. This is a professional concept, a professional area, and I want people to know what is out there. Keep in mind, it may not appear as cyber. However, it can or will lead to jobs in the cyber field. And if you find that you enjoy just cloud admin, great, then that's for you and you don't need to do the security piece. I have broken this into sections. There's different certifications for different types of jobs and job fields. I've heard from a number of people about auditing and compliance, so I wanted to add those in as well. Keep in mind that some of the certifications, if not all, expire. My first certification was back in 1998 where I picked up the MCSE, the Microsoft Certified Systems Engineer for, I believe it was Windows NT. It never expired and then Microsoft realized, gee, this is a problem. We have the new version coming out and obviously Microsoft has advanced Windows substantially from what it was in 98. And now organizations not only have expiration, they also have a tenure requirement that I'll talk about shortly. Make sure that before you take a test, you're qualified to get the certification. You may take a test and realize, oh geez, I've only been doing this for two years. Even though I passed the test, they require five years and now I have to wait to get it. And oh, by the way, you're going to have to take the test again because you don't have the latest test. So be careful when you take the test, make sure that you meet all the prerequisites. Also keep in mind that you are going to most likely need to have continuing professional education. That's known as CPEs, 
People talk about CPEs. They don't know what they are, but they're continuing professional education credits. If you have a certification, I'm not going to name any in particular. I don't know all of the ones that do require CPEs. The certification that I have, it is a renewal. It's not that I have to have continuous education, but I have to renew the cert every three years. And that is for an architect-specific one from TOGAF, the Open Group Architect Forum. And I'm not even going to talk about that here. That's really for architects. If you want to hear more about that, go to TOGAF.org or send me a note at cybergraybeard at gmail.com. Keep in mind, again, the CPEs. Make sure you have the tenure. And the last thing I want to say before I get into it, whenever you get a certification, make sure that organization is accredited, that they either have ISO or ANSI accreditation, because if they don't, it could just be a con. And there's so many cons out there, I don't want you to get scammed. Don't say, oh, look, I can get a certification and take a test for $299. Everywhere else, it's $899 or $1299, whatever the case may be. It may be a con or it may be some startup or some organization that just wrote their own test, gave you a certification, and then you go and put it on your resume and people go, well, what the heck is this? That's not GIAC. It's not ISACA. It's not ISC squared, etc. Make sure that you do not get conned, that you go with a formal organization. I put a lot of notes in the summary of this episode. I'm giving you direct links to places that I have checked out that I either have taken tests in or I have referred people to or that my company has suggested people get it. I would attest to all of these companies and these certifications. Please, again, protect yourself and do not get conned. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Before I go with the certs, I want to talk about organizations. These are in no particular order. It's just what I wrote down. I didn't even go alphabetical, my friends. I just went ahead and wrote them as they came to mind. First one, ISC squared. It's the Information Security Certification Consortium. This is a premier organization. They require time in industry and on the job for certification. They don't just take a binge and a purge. You can't go read a book and take a test with ISC squared. You need to have time on station, as they say in the service, in the military. You need to have proven that you've done the work before you can take the test. Make sure before you get an ISC squared certification, you do have that. ISACA. Information Security Audit and Control Association. This is a world-class organization for audit and compliance. This goes along with the GRC, the Governance, Risk, and Compliance that I've talked about before. It deals with regulations and making sure that organizations are following the rules of their industry, that in healthcare you're following HIPAA, that in financial services you're following PCI and the other attestations you need, Sarbanes-Oxley, for example. Sarbanes-Oxley, known as SOX, S-O-X, that's a financial requirement. It came out, I believe, from the 2008-2009 U.S. market crash. Regulators created Sarbanes-Oxley. ISACA individuals need to understand these regulations so they can go in and audit. I've said it before, and I really believe that financial auditors, people that are at Ernst & Young, Deloitte, KPMG, you can easily switch from being a financial auditor to being an information security auditor. If that is something that you're interested in, then definitely take a look at ISACA. They're 50 years old, and their mission really is to help business technology professionals and their enterprises around the world realize the positive potential of technology. Take a look at ISACA and their certifications if you're interested in the compliance and auditing. The next one is GIAC, the Global Information Assurance Certification. After doing a little bit of research into this, I'm pretty confident that I can say that GIAC is the certification arm of the SANS Institute. The SANS Institute is very well known for training and educating folks, and I believe that they either partnered with, acquired, or created GIAC 
for certifications. GX states, and I agree with this, that a certification is proof that an individual meets or met, I say met, they say meets, a minimum standard. And the reason that I want to bring that out is you can get a certification, and I've done this personally, I get a certification, a year passes, I didn't do anything with it, nothing hands-on, and I totally forgot it. The cert's good for three years, I met the standards, I may not today, I'm particular about that. I want people to realize that a certification is at a station for a point in time. You need the CPEs for continuing education. You need to make sure that you're continuing the skill if you want to hold on to it for those that expire after three years. Anyway, the mission of GEAC is to provide assurance to employers their people and prospective hires can actually do the job. I will say this about GEAC and that I agree. One thing that really turned me around on certifications was when a mentor of mine probably two years ago stated that certifications deliver credibility and GEAC through SANS or with SANS really shows that. I also want to point out that GEAC has a very impressive certification selection, very easy to navigate. SANS is respected, GEAC is respected. And I say that it's a bit newer. I've lately been hearing people that are taking some GEAC certifications. I've known about ISC Squared and ISACA for many years. I've known about SANS for decades. The GX certifications are really coming along, and I would definitely encourage folks to look at it. I'll talk about a few of their certifications here down below. Keep in mind, SANS and GX are tied together, and SANS, like I said, is very well respected. The next one is CompTIA. They do really the three basic ones that I'll talk about. They may do others. I didn't research them for this episode because I had so much information from the other ones, ISC Squared, ISACA, SANS, and then the next two that I'll talk about. CompTIA, I respect it. They're aged. They're tested, tried, and true. Again, my experience, mostly entry level. I apologize if I'm on, wrong on that. Take a look. Go out there, especially for the newer folks. Anybody here in high school, community college, you've probably heard about these the, the plus certs, A+, plus, Network+, plus, Security+. Plus. I know I've talked about them in at least two, three, four episodes. Those come from CompTIA. The next one is Offensive Security, and that's actually the name of the organization. It's Offensive Security. It's an offensive approach. It's niche. I'll say that a few times through this episode on certain other areas. It's focused on pen testing, which is also Offensive Security, and I'll get into that a little bit more when I go talk about those certifications. The last one here is the EC Council. It's the International Council of E-Commerce Consultants. Their mission is to validate info security professionals are equipped with the necessary skills and knowledge required in a specialized infosec domain. I have a couple certifications from them here that I'll talk about momentarily. I looked at them. I've heard about them before, but they, along with offensive security, I think are a little bit newer. Check them out and see what the employers or what the job boards are saying. may not be a bad idea, again, to check out Dice.com or Indeed or LinkedIn. See what employers are looking for. Some of these that I'll talk about, I know that we're looking at, but for your protection, not only should you be having accredited certifications, make sure that you're getting value from some of these newer places. Lastly, before I get into the certs, I'm going to talk about four training organizations. These are places you can actually go to get the knowledge you need to pass the certifications. These are not inclusive. They are not limited. They're just four that I know about. First one, as I mentioned before, SANS Institute. When you go there and you click on training and certification, everything links you to GEAC, which is why I truly believe GEAC spun out of SANS. No disrespect intended. Absolutely love SANS and GEAC. If they are as great as SANS, absolutely worthwhile and valid. Check them out. The next one is InfoSec Institute. I was actually interviewed by them last year and I posted that speech. 
I will also be speaking again this year in October in a fireside chat in a one-on-one during the InfoSec Institute's Inspire Conference. The third one is Udemy. I've done training through them. They have, I think, 15,000 courses. Check them out. That's U-D-M-Y. And then the last one is Cloud Academy. They literally were a sponsor of my show last year. Again, I'm not doing sponsorships anymore. I don't need money for this. I do it as give back. I was just checking out sponsorships to see how that worked to grow my knowledge. And Cloud Academy was very kind, and they provided me some funds to help with the, uh, the podcast. Thank you, Cloud Academy, for the past support. Definitely recommend my, my listeners check them out. All right, I've already been talking for 13 and a half minutes before edits, and I haven't even gotten to a single certification. So let's get to it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging around. First one, these are introduction certifications. A+, Network+, Security+, all from CompTIA. You've heard me talk about it before. I love them. I respect them. Go in that order. If you're already hands-on keyboard and you know what you're doing, do the Network+, and then go to Security+. A plus is really for folks that are working at Best Buy or doing other hands-on. That's just to get started. You're 16, 17, 18, 19, or you're just really starting to get into computers. A plus is for you. Network Plus is where you're learning the basics of networking. And then the last one, Security Plus. That's the way to go if you want to get into a SOC or really start moving forward with your understanding of security. The next one is from ISACA. This is a new one I just found today. It's called CSXP. It's the Cybersecurity Practitioner. They say it remains the first and only comprehensive performance certification, testing one's ability to perform globally validated cybersecurity skills, spanning five security functions. And interestingly, these are the NIST, the Identify, Protect, Detect, Respond, Recover. I think the CSXP is something to check out if you're a newer. If you've done the Security Plus, go into this. Take a look at it from ISACA. The next one is from ISC Squared. This is an introductory from them. It's the SSCP, System Security Practitioner. This, they say, allows you to implement, monitor, administer IT infrastructure using best practices, policies, and procedures. The uh, SSCP from ISC Squared. GACT, this is their version. It's GFACT, the GACT Foundational Cybersecurity Technologies. This shows that you demonstrate an individual that has hands-on developed skills through labs and areas such as Linux, encryption, and programming. And then the last one I'm going to mention here, and then I'll just sum it up. Again, from GIAC, it's their InfoSec fundamentals. They call this the GISF. It validates a practitioner's knowledge of securities foundation, computer functions, and networking. It's introductory level to cryptography and other cybersecurity technologies. You're going to say, Graybeard, hey, man, you just threw four at me, dude. What am I going to do? What am I going to take? Take a look at the organizations. Take a look at your budget. Take a look at how much they cost and take a look at how long they take to complete Get the quickest. Take the easy hit here in the introductory. Maybe do the CSXP for my SACA. Again, it's a good organization. My take may be, though, to go with the SSCP because it's ISC squared. ISACA, again, is really focused on auditing and compliance. ISC squared is known as cybersecurity specific. Pen testing, intrusion prevention, red teaming, blue teaming, incident response, that's security. Auditing is a security component too, but it really revolves around GRC, the Governance Risk and Compliance. And then these GAC ones, the GFACT and GISF, I like them. I like the organization. I like SANS. If you can get multiple, take a look at those. I probably would focus on the SSCP though, the System Security Practitioner. I may have a bias, but I'm a big fan of ISC squared. 
Those are the introductory ones. I'm gonna talk just a little bit about cloud security and administration. I have a lot of notes here, but I'm already pushing 17 minutes. I don't wanna burden you. So let's do it this way, my friends. I'm gonna just talk about cloud security and administration. I'm gonna give you about 12 certs from three companies. Amazon, Microsoft, and Google. Amazon, AWS, Amazon Web Services. The ones to look at, the cloud practitioner, which I have, then there's the cloud associate architect, the professional architect, and the security specialty. That's the AWS, start with practitioner. When it comes to Microsoft, their equivalent is called Azure Fundamentals. Then they have the Azure Administrator Associate, the Azure Security Engineer, and then the Azure Certified Solutions Architect. It's actually the Microsoft Certified Solutions Architect. If you're focusing on security, look into what it takes to get the security specialties for either Amazon or Microsoft. It's deep. I've looked at it. I'm trying to get the Amazon security specialty, and that's going to take me a bit of time. For you that are newer, start up above, look at cloud, definitely do one of these fundamentals though. You want to learn about cloud, do it even though it's not focused on security. Amazon, Microsoft, or Google. GCP is the Google Cloud Platform. Their equivalents are the associate cloud engineer, they have a professional cloud architect, a professional cloud network engineer, and a professional cloud security engineer. I'll be straight, in industry, I don't run into Google Cloud that much. I almost never run into IBM Cloud. I think IBM Cloud is a bit niche. I think they're focused more on industries than they are smaller businesses, and I really think that you should take your time with the Microsoft Azure and the AWS. Focus on either or both the cloud practitioner and the Azure Fundamentals. From there, you can then start to look into what it'll take to become a cloud security professional. Moving on, audit and compliance. I just have one here, and it obviously comes from ISACA. It's the CISA, Certified Information Systems Auditor. It helps you become a certified auditor. It's pretty straightforward. It's job specific and a really, really good idea if you're either in auditing, the GRC field, government risk and compliance, or you want to get into it, go ahead and take a look and, and, and get this certification. I find this one to be a little bit more specific. What I mean by that is I talk a lot about binge and purge and I don't like certifications for a reason that people will just read a book, take a test, get a cert, but they can't do it because they don't necessarily do that job day to day. You get a CCNA to be a Cisco network administrator, but then you go on and you're working with Juniper or you're dealing with other components. You don't use a CCNA and after a while it flows away. This CISA, CISA, you're doing auditing all the time. You're not going to lose this certification. Very powerful, very well known, and you're going to hold on to it, and it's going to be easy to get your CPEs. If you're an auditor or wanting to be an auditor, do the CISA. The next one I'm going to talk about, and it's the next to last, and that is red teaming. There are three. There's the CEH, the Certified Ethical Hacker from the EC Council. There is OSCP, which is a combination of five tests, and that comes from Offensive Security. And then there's GPEN, which is GX Certified Pen Tester. I like CEH. I believe it was the first. I've seen it out there. OSCP, recently heard about. I like the fact that they have a complicated 24-hour exam, serious hands-on, and it combines five tests. Take a look at that one. And then GPEN, I love SANS, GX. They're up-and-comers. They've got a lot of tests out there. Maybe it will be a good idea for you to focus on GIAC and go through a bunch of their certs and be dedicated to GIAC. And if that's the case, then GPEN may be for you. 
I'm going to wrap it up with higher level certifications. This is for people more like me or even 15, 20 years younger than me. God, I can't believe I'm saying that. You've been doing this for 5, 7, 9, 12 years. Take a look at these. The CISM, Certified Information Systems Manager, that covers IS Governance, Incident Risk Management, Incident Response. It falls again under GRC, and gee, guess what? It's for my SACA. I believe the CISM is Information Security Management to where ISA, the CISA that I was talking about a little bit ago, is about auditing CISM, CISM. Take a look at that, the Systems Management and Governance. And then the, the quintessential one that everybody knows about, and it's the CISSP. The CISSP, it's the Certified Information Systems Security Professional from ISC Squared. That is the preeminent certification. It used to be niche specialty. People would see the CISSP and go, oh my God, you've got a CISSP. That's amazing. So many people have it now. It's still extremely well-respected. It's not watered down. I don't want to say that. I do want to say that it's going to a lot of people, not just managers, not just leaders. It's going to technical professionals. A lot of people, when they hit that five-year mark that the CISSP requires, they go out and get it. A lot of people I work with have it. I think for folks that are up and coming, and if you have five years, definitely consider the CISSP. Another one, and I just found out about this today. It's from the EC Council. It's the CISO, Certified Chief Information Security Officer C-level executive certification. It's the first of its kind training. Like I said, I just found out about it today when I was doing research for this episode. It is aimed at producing top-level information security executives. The CISO does not focus solely on technical knowledge, but on the application of information security management principles. CISOs, the CISO, it's the executive level version. These folks individually should be reporting to the CEO. They really report usually to the CIO. These guys are executive level. The CISO program was developed by sitting executives, sitting CISOs for current and aspiring CISOs. If you're in the management track and you want to go become an executive, take a look at this. But again, with the CISSP and the CISM, you need many years. I'm mentioning these just to give people a path, something to look for in the future. It's nothing that you're going to do in the first one, two, three, five years. As a matter of fact, like I said, the CISSP requires five years anyway. That's the certifications. I do want to mention something else that I have been hearing a bit about and I'm a big fan of, and those are product certifications. They're focused. They're deliberate. The only drawback is they could pigeonhole you. with. They'll give you job security, but you're going to be focused in one area. And let me give you an example. You can look at Cisco, Palo Alto, Fortinet, Juniper. These are big companies that have their own certifications. The Cisco is the one we know, the CCNA, the CCIE. The only drawback to those is a lot of time it's going to pigeonhole you into Cisco products. But if you're a consultant or a contractor and you always want to focus on Cisco, just make yourself niche. You just get it. You stay in Cisco and you do it. Same thing with Juniper. Fortinet and Palo Alto, they're firewall-based companies. They have really good technology. They're pushing Cisco out a lot of places that I've seen. I actually know of two specific projects. Cisco firewalls are being removed and replaced by Fortinet and Palo Alto. Certified engineers for those technologies have a really good opportunity to make a lot of money right now because they're really sought after. In addition to that, what you should do is take a look at the following four technologies. You can look at others, but these are ones that I'm really looking at. Firewalls, VPNs, the virtual private networks, also remote access. IDS, intrusion detection systems, and IPS, intrusion prevention systems, and DLP, data loss prevention. Go look at those technologies if, they're, if you're interested in it, and then go find the vendors that make those technologies. Obviously, Firewall, I just mentioned Palo and Fortinet. 
Do the same for the VPN, IDS, IPS, and DLP. And then what you can do is just find contracts or jobs or go work for a large firm like Accenture or Deloitte or IBM and be dedicated in their teams that focus on the infrastructure and you could just go work on projects there. It's a really good way to focus and you don't need to be overwhelmed by all of these vendors and all these organizations. You just pick one or two or three companies and technologies and dedicate yourself to that. With that said, I'm gonna conclude by asking that you take a look at the summary. There's a lot of links in there for you. Let me know what you'd like to hear in the future. I hope you found value in this. I know I did, doing the research for this episode. I'm now interested in taking a few of these certifications. If you want more information, go to the websites, ping me, say, hey, Graybeard, what do you think between this or this, that or that? I'm happy to give you my insight. A lot of things that I found today are very positive. I'm very optimistic about the certifications. I definitely recommend you take a look at it. Get some credibility behind your name. Get some letters on your resume. Increase your opportunities to learn, grow, and advance in cybersecurity. I really wish you the best. I'm here for you. Reach out, cybergraybeard at gmail.com. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks.